What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? If I sound a little bit different, it's because I am recording on my laptop microphone in my hotel room in Springfield, Missouri. I had the last training session for work uh, for the Super Tech competition, which uh, I am flying out um, again on uh, September 22nd. Um, then I'll be back in Arizona on the 28th. So not a lot of time in between, a lot of traveling. Not even sure how we're going to record, um, not this next week's episode, but the week after. And then plus, on top of that, you know, we talk about Game of Thrones, Andor's coming out. I know we want to talk about that. Not sure how all this is going to go. We're going to play it by ear, see how things go. But nevertheless, here is our next show, number 402. And we have some great beers and we have some, uh, we have a good, uh, a couple of good uh, stories, um, beer news stories. Uh, about college football and then our beer list story is about the best uh, places to get beer uh, close to NFL stadiums um, part one so part one is this week part two is next week and then we end the show talking about House of the Dragon Um, I don't know what's going to be like when Andor comes out because I know we like to watch those Disney plus uh, Star Wars series so that will come to something we have to do an abridged version of each but we'll uh, definitely um, touch on both and uh, one reason why I did want to record this, I know the last few times that I've gone to Arkansas uh, for work training and uh, the show comes out like really late, but, um, and then also the, I don't have the, uh, this little preamble is because this time I forgot to mention the name of my beer um, in the beginning when I open it up. I say it later on when, during our untapped portion of the show, but um, I just wanted to get it out there now. Uh, the beer I have this week is by uh, Dark Sky Brewing out of Flagstaff, Arizona, and it's called Nightcap. So there it is. And so when I get when you get to the section that uh, I talk about my beer and I meant, failed to mention the name, you'll know what it's called. It's called Nightcap. All right. So that's enough about that. Don't forget to uh, follow us on Untapped and Instagram. Search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. So without further ado, it's time for another Cold Brew. Coming at you, pre-recorder from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg, he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? Oh, doing well. Doing well, another good week. Another good week. I um, I ran into a little bit of trouble this week. Uh, my refrigerator um, went out. So basically what it's doing is it shuts off and shuts and starts like every two seconds. Oh wow! And then it chimes too. I I, I disconnected the the control panel up front, and uh, um, well, I, I pulled it out, and then I disconnected it. So that's why it's not chiming, but it keeps wanting to start. So I'm thinking maybe it's something wrong with the fan. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, I haven't been able to. I've uh, been with my daughter all day, so I haven't been able to pull it apart until uh, I got home now. But I want to. Show comes first. <laughs> But you, know, but you know, no, you know what I did? 
because it's still relatively cool in there nothing spoiled yet um i put a lot of stuff in the uh the freezer because i had a bag of ice in there anyway but then i pulled out my kegerator and i plugged that in and so there you go. and then let it cool down I'll probably it should be cool by morning and then i could just transfer all the stuff so nothing will spoil um the only thing i really have in the freezer is a bottle of tequila and a bag of ice and some of those uh, um you know you freeze them and then you put them in your lunchbox oh yeah yeah i got cold a, packs right yeah on. cold packs yeah I, I got a few of those so nothing nothing uh nothing major in there so uh, uh i think i'll be all right especially since i'm going away yeah so especially since i'm going away next week but oh well, let's get to the show because i want to make this quick so i don't have a lot to to edit next week all right today i have in front of me from our friends up in flagstaff arizona that would be Dark Sky Brewing Company. On the label, it has the uh, Coconino Center for the Arts. So I don't know if um, the some some of the proceeds go. I looked it up to see if any of the proceeds go to the Coconino uh, Center for the Arts, but I couldn't find anything online. Maybe I was searching in the wrong spot. Um, nevertheless, it is a double hazy IPA. Or excuse me, they have it labeled hazy double IPA, hopped with cashmere, Idaho Seven and Columbus uh, and it is 8% alcohol by volume in a 16 ounce can and you know what uh, I just want to pat myself on the back real quick I've been uh, peeling the, the labels off cans lately and I, I feel really good about myself okay <laughs> you know so when it gets recycled it doesn't gum up the works there you go alright uh, so without further ado pop off what do you got alright well <clears throat> I am still looking for the perfect uh, summer lager. Oh, you're going to find it, bro. <laughs> Which led me to our next offering from our street to Alvarado, or from our friends at <laughs> Alvarado Street Brewing. I thought you were going to say from our streets at Alvarado Friend Brewing. Yes. <laughs> Them too. <laughs> so I have their Citra Vesta, which is uh, West Coast Pilsner. Oh, West Coast. Not a Mexican Pilsner, but a West Coast Pilsner. Yes. So it's a dry hop West Coast lager uh, and bronze medal winner at the 2019 Great America Beer Festival in Contemporary American Pilsner. Inspired by a San Diego garage homebrew recipe from 2011. Bitterness is light, crisp, but hop aroma and flavor from 100% citra hops. Our front and center. Very nice. And this is actually on the lighter side at 4.90% ABV. Ooh, a session ale. Or a session log. Sounds like it. So without any further ado, pop off. Totally crushable, man. Totally crushable right next to the pool. Just in time. Sounds like it. <laughs> um, Alright, so... This nightcap, it's nice and smooth. It is juicy. Um, I'm getting, a, you know, of course, the citrus and the tropicalness. And very, very good, actually. Uh, um, this beer is a <laughs> it's a little bit warm because my refrigerator is kind of going out. But it's not bad. It's not like, a, you know, it's not room temperature warm. It's more like a maybe like right below where a stout should be. I wish I had an infrared thermometer. I got to buy one of those. I should have one for work, really. But I should buy one for work and the house. 
So, um, how's your how's your beer, or is it I too soon? It. No, um, I had it so yeah, right away. Um, pretty. It, okay, so the some of the description is there. It's got some hoppiness to it, and it's really crisp. Hmm. Very nice. That's exactly what you want. Yeah. Um, all right, so we will rate these later during our untapped portion of the show. Just uh, go to your untapped app and search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. But right now, it is time for the beer news. All right, let me ask you a question. Or how do you how do you do it? Let me ask you something. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. <laughs> um, besides uh, being the NFL football season, what season is it right now? Halloween season. Very close. Very close. No, it's the college football season. Oh yeah. And then I have a couple stories about um, other, or you know, I, we've talked about it before about teams getting. Hey, uh, real- yeah. Real quick, shout out to my dude Pat McAfee. He's, oh, what happened uh, to him? He's gonna step. He's gonna step down from SmackDown to do College Game Day in the morning because uh, doing SmackDown Live Friday, they go into wherever College Game Day is gonna set up. Is just a, it's just a taxing schedule. Right. So I'm right, guessing so, he uh, uh, he gets paid more for College Game Day than he does for SmackDown. Uh, uh that's. Possibly, I, I just think it's exposure for his brand. It works better, hmm. but but he still said uh, he's a hundred percent still WWE family. In fact, like WWE sees it as one of their guys on College Game Day too. So it's kind of like a you know they're, they're looking at it very optimistic. Also, they're like giving him like a leave until he's done with college. Yeah. Until college is done, then he's going to come back. Right. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. College game day. I mean, it's it's only you know, um, I, I believe it's only through the, the regular season. They, they might you know they might switch it up and have a, a special editions for the bowl series uh, season. But you know, it's basically until after Thanksgiving. So yeah, put it this way: Pat McAfee's winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. All right. Cool. <laughs> He'll be back in time. So back to college game day. Oh yeah, no, college football. So, uh, guess uh, another college uh, team is getting its own beer. It'd be uh, Boise State is getting their own beer. Oh, well, who's the other team? Ah, I thought you know we we talked about it before how like they sponsored like a stadium or something like that, so it'd be served there. But or um, you know Bud Light will put like you know when I went to Arkansas. They had the uh, the Razorbacks logo on the beer, so it's it's kind of like that. It's just a um, like a, a co-brand. Oh, because yeah, because Firestone did that with uh, Cap Poly. Yeah, that's the well shit. Way to step on my second story. <laughs> that was the second one I was going to bring up. Oh. Yeah, Firestone Walker is um, teaming up with Cal Poly, and they're going to have their own uh, their own beer, uh, the Cal Poly Mustangs. Hey, uh, lest you forget, it's a John- gold lager, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, John Madden, uh, I don't know if he started his career there, but he definitely did pass through Cal Poly um, as a football coach. Right. I think he played there. Oh, okay. He played there too? Even better. Yeah. 
Um, no, uh, uh, so, um, gosh darn it, I can't think of the, uh, oh, Tin Barrel. You know, Tin Barrel, owned by AB InBev. They uh, are they are co-branding with Boise State um, for the for a beer um, with the Boise State. Are they Mustangs or what? What is, what is it? Boise State? They're a horse, right? Or some kind of Broncos? I believe the the Broncos. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, Boise State fans will notice um, they'll be be sold at a like a grocery store and stuff like that. Um, it's a pub beer lager. Of course, it says Go Broncos on it and. Uh, it's got their their logo on it, their blue and orange horse horse head, the Bronco head. Uh, you can get eighteen you know, packs. Like, yep. You know, be really cool, like not just a program, but like a really dedication. Like, because for me, I know uh, Tembro is known for their their like little sours, the their mm-hmm. their good intro sours, the the Crush series. Right. And you know, Boise State. What are they known for? Uh, their Blue Field. Yeah, so if they had like a, a blue crush, you know what I mean? Ooh, I like it. I do like. I'm giving away free marketing. A penny, <laughs> blue crush. Um, there's not a lot of well, I guess uh, when it comes to sours and stuff, they they get all sorts of crazy colors. Right. And then, like you mentioned, uh, Firestone Walker is coming out with their Cow Poly beer. Um. Yeah, the, the they're launching the university's new official craft beer it's called Firestone Cal Poly Gold, and it's got it's got a little picture of the uh, of the mascot, another horse, by the way, because like I said before, they are the Mustangs, and it is described as a crisp, refreshing, easy drinking lager that's perfect for the, enjoying the slow life. For those out there who do not know, Cal Poly is in San Luis Obispo and the initial spell SLO and everyone around here calls it slow. Exactly. Anyway, it'll make its debut, uh, well, tomorrow. Since, uh, or no, today. Today's Saturday, right? <laughs> so it's been, it is. Yeah. Made its, uh, it, uh, you can check it out at the Firestone Walkers Tasting Room in Paso Robles. And they'll probably uh, distribute um, locally, regionally. So there you go. Right. Couple of a uh, couple of notable Cal, um, Cal California. Oh, you know, but the thing about the uh, the ten barrel is they are out of Bend, Oregon, or is it Corvallis or something? Like that? They're out of Oregon. They're not in Idaho, so it's kind of weird. You know, F- Firestone Walker makes sense because Cal Poly's like right there, like what, like a half hour away. But the so what do you right. call it? The, the ten barrel um, Boise State is, is you know, a state state away. But whatever. More than a state, right? I thought they were right there. Or is Montana in between? I forget. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, Montana's on the other side of that. Yeah, because uh, I I know people who moved here from Coeur d'Alene, and that's right next to Spokane. So Idaho is. It's got to be right next to Washington. Look at your so right there. name drop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, all right. Anyway, that's it. Those are the only two stories. College base, college football based stories about beer. And so you know what that means? I think I do. It's time for everyone's favorite segment on cold brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the cold brew list. 
as we as proceed, we proceed to give you what you, you need. need. Hey, let me ask you this. What hmm. season? Hi, way. Um, Halloween season? I'm sorry, Football season? Yeah. Okay, good. Real football. <laughs> Professional football, yes. Anyway, I have a uh, list of the best breweries near every state. Every state? Okay, all right. This is going to be a long list. Yeah, should I? I was going to ask you, should I do half now or half later? Oh, yeah, do like do half, half, half today and then um, half next week. Okay. Just go down in order. Whatever order it is, just do 16 and then we'll do the other 16 next uh, next week. Okay. Hold on, my story about me. Of course. Okay. All right. From the top. All right. In alphabetical order, the best brewery near every state. First one is your Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> My Arizona Cardinals. All right. Yeah. The uh, the Brand House Brewing Company. Although it says it's a thirty-minute drive, and a paragraph on basically what it is. Wait, what's it called? Uh, it just says Brand House Brewing. Oh, Company. Rent. For some reason, I thought you said Grindhouse. I'm like, wait, there's a new brewery over there. Yeah, yeah, Brand House. Yeah, terrific brewery. So it's in Glendale. They said it's 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. The, I know it's funny you mention a lot. Yeah. Hey, you know what, though? You know what's funny is uh, the brewery State 48 is right there at Westgate, which is what, like a 10-minute walk from the stadium? Yeah. They have a... Their funk house is there, so it's like they're... I don't know. I've never seen them brew funky beers there. They call it the State 48 Funk House and not even a word. Oh, well, real quick, I just realized this list. Okay, they called Red House, they call it the Touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the first down is Four Peak Big Red Brew House, which is actually inside the stadium. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They do have a. Uh, well, because ABM Dev's got the money for, to put them in the stadium. Right. Okay, so they have a, a winner and a runner up, it seems like, for every stadium. I, I guess so. I just realized that. Okay. No. It makes it even Go better. For it. Yeah. So for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. This, this story just got that much longer. No, um, <laughs> the Atlanta long. <laughs> Yeah. Their touchdown is a place called the Monday Night Garage. I've heard of them. Which is about a six minute drive. From oh, the fucking perfect. Yeah. And the first down is called Elsewhere Brewing. It's a 13 minute drive. Wow, they really get put the, the the research in <laughs> Right. You shouldn't be drinking and driving, folks. Drink responsibly. But you could swing Next by. Swing, oh, wait, hold on. You could swing by on the way and, and pick up a, a couple crawlers. A couple four packs. So go ahead. Thank you. Uh, next, the Baltimore Ravens have for their touchdown, it's called Checker Spot Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Oh, the check that. It's a three-minute drive or nine-minute walk. See, now that's some really good research right there. And the first down is called Dude Blended Brewing Company. Suspended, huh? Yeah. 
I don't have a joke for that. Keep going. Uh, ooh, next is the Buffalo Bills. Oh man, don't choke. Uh, first is Thin Man Brewery. It's about a 25 minute drive. And the, yeah, that was a touchdown. The first down is the Resurgence Brewing Company. Hmm, I think I've heard of Resurgence. But I've never tried it. I just heard 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 of the name. Either that or it just sounds familiar. Right. It does sound familiar. Alright, what's next? Next is the Carolina Panther. Oh, alright. Oh, there's gotta be some good ones out there. It's Carolina. <laughs> right. Next one, uh, it's uh, the touchdown is Resident Culture Brewing Company, mm-hmm. South End. It's a three-minute drive or twelve-minute walk, and the first down is called the Wooden Robot Brewing Company. I like that. <laughs> wood. Hey, you remember that one Futurama where they made Bender out of wood? Vaguely. Oh. Didn't they go in the past to do that though? I think, no, they were stuck on, like, some deserted, uh, I was going to say island, but deserted planet, and I think he started rusting out, so he made himself out of wood. It's been a while since I've seen that episode. I just remember he, he told people to buy his uh, wooden ass. <laughs> Wait, how many is that so far? It's five or four? I, I think so. Five, yeah, because <clears throat> two A teams... B team and the C team. That's four, I guess. Ah, it's got to be five. I'm missing one. All right, what's next? Next is Chicago. The Chicago right, yeah. Bears. The Moody Tongue Brewing Company. <laughs> the Moody Tongue. It's about a, <laughs> yeah. it's about a three minute drive. Or 20-minute public transportation. Tra- public tra- Oh, yeah. They, they got good public transportation in Chicago. I shouldn't laugh. Next is... Dooner Artesian Fermenta Project. I gotta say that. That's the first down. I'm sorry. That's, yeah, that's, I knew what you meant. And that one's a four-minute drive or a 25-minute walk. All right. Next. Next is the Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh, right, the Bengals. <clears throat> the touchdown is the Braxton Brewing Company. That sounds familiar. Braxton. Hmm. That does sound familiar. Oh, geez. And then the first down is the Rheingeist Brewery. Oh, they, yeah, that's super familiar. That's pretty popular in the Cincinnati area. I know that. Thanks to our buddy Rod J. Yeah. Next is Cleveland Browns. Oh yeah. Hey, the Ohio back to back. Oh, you know, um, I, I should pay attention because I'm I'm going to Cleveland in a week and a half. Right. But are you going to the game? No. You know what they said? They they looked up to see if we can get uh, tickets for the game for all of us and. It, it was secondary market, and the prices were astronomical. They were, it would never get approved. And it's and it's that Thursday that we, 
Yeah, for the Browns. And it, I think it's that Thursday that we fly in. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a Thursday night game? Yeah, that's what they said. I, I hadn't looked it up. I just took them for the work. All right. Sorry. Um, yeah. And then the touchdown is the Masthead Brewing Company. Oh, what was the... Uh, I'm sorry. What was the... Uh, the? Oh, that was the touchdown with the Masthead? I thought you uh, skipped to the first down. All right. The Masthead Brewing oh, I'm Company. Sorry. The, I'm sorry. The touchdown is the Masthead. Mm-hmm. And the first down is the Collision Bend. Oh, okay. I kind of like that name. Interesting name. Ooh. <laughs> Different. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. They have a second down. Oh, on this one. All right. Cleveland's got a second down. All right. Yeah. It's called the Noble Beast Brewing Company. I like that name, too. Reminds me of, like, big game, like, you know, tigers and lions and shit. Um, number... Oh, the next one, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah, Big D. Their, their touchdown is Turning Point Beer. Oh, I've had some Turning Point. And their first down is Celestial Beer Work. Hmm. I wonder if I heard of that. Ooh, this should be a good one. Probably one of the biggest beer cities in the, in the league. Uh, Denver. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought you asked me if I guess I, uh, Yeah. I guess uh, being alphabetical is trying to give it away. <laughs> well, yeah, that's uh, that's how I came to it so quickly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, in Denver, it's uh, the touchdown is is it Races Brewing Company? I've I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's R A I with a little apostrophe over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, C E S. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it could be. Races, right? Races? I don't know. Let's let's call it uh, racist. They're fucking racist, dude. Those racist bastards. Uh, and the the first down. Nick. Um, the first town is called Feedstock Brewery. Oh, okay. Never heard of them. I know. But, you know, that's kind of cool, though. Well, I didn't know if they're only getting juice because they're close to the stadium. But just, I mean, seriously, a lot of these breweries I've never heard of or spots I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's just kind of cool. You know, It is. I mean, well, just because I, I'm familiar with um, Arizona Arizona's beer scene. There's a lot. There's a lot more closer breweries than than Ren House is to uh, the stadium. Um, even first down wise, if it, it, I mean, why go Four Peaks? Why not go to uh, somewhere like uh, that's closer? That's you know, like Throne or or what's the other one? Eight Bit is right down there too. I mean, they're they're pretty close. They got some great beers. So it, I guess uh, it, it's just all subjective, you know. All right, next up, Detroit Lions. All right, when we're done with Detroit, I have to, I have to ask you a question. Go ahead. What's the touchdown and the first down for Detroit? Uh, touchdown is the Jolly Pumpkin Pizzeria and Brewer. <laughs> Pizzeria, <huh>? nice. <laughs> yeah, 
And the first town is Eastern Market Brewing Company. Eastern Market. All right. I'm not going to uh, badmouth them. I have no idea. Or make jokes anyway. Um, all right. So when you said Dallas, I call them the Big D. But I bet people in Detroit call themselves the Big D. Denver's. Who is in your estimation? Uh, just based on football um, prowess. Who's Big D? Who's Middle D? Who's Little D? Okay, so in all fairness, to, to me, I think I've only heard uh, heard uh, uh, the the term Big D associated with Dallas. Okay, uh, I, I, as far as I rec- recollect, I I never heard Denver people refer to themselves as Big D mm-hmm. nor Detroit. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember Kid Rock saying, has a lyric that's saying, growing up in the D, which is the D, not Big D. So, okay. you know, you can do that. I mean, you know, as far as sports teams, I mean, the Tigers are the only team with a D on their logo, right? <laughs> that's true. I never thought of that. I mean, because, well, yeah, the Lions have a, have a, a mascot. Mm-hmm. Dallas has the star. Even though you see like the like secondary graphics or whatever with the star with the D in it, too, mm-hmm. you know. But um, well, the, the Broncos have had. They used to have the D. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that with the horse coming out of the middle. So I I, I, I agree. I think Dallas is big D. Denver is uh, middle D, and Detroit is little D. And I only say because uh, since we're talking about football, and it's uh, I go by championships. But that's just me. All right, so yeah, let's keep going. Sorry. How many more are we doing? Uh, that's uh, eleven. I've been keeping count. That's eleven. So we have five more to go. All right. Next is Green Bay. Oh, those Wisconsinites—they love their beer, man. Yeah. So the first one or the touchdown is Badger State Brewing Company. Makes sense. And. The, the first down is Hinterland Brewing. Oh, all right. That's kind of a whimsical name. I like it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next uh, who's is next? The Houston Texan. Oh, this must be Planet Houston. The um, the touchdown is Urban South Brewery, Houston, mm-hmm. and the first down is Ooh Whole Foods Market Brewing Company. <laughs> There's not a lot going on in Houston, huh? They gotta go to Whole Foods. Oh, it's just maybe it's close, right? Next, all right, and also shout out because I remember when uh when I first went to the. The Whole Foods in in, uh, in San Jose downtown. The mm-hmm. brewery that they featured at the time was out of uh, Texas. I wonder if they had roots with that connection. You know? Oh, uh, maybe. Do you know where Whole Foods started? No. I mean, obviously, someone they got to start somewhere. Not not every store starts, you know, as a chain. Usually, they start as a locally, and then they just keep growing, right? For the most right. part. Anyway, all right, keep going. Uh, number six 
sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I'm numbered. Next is the Indianapolis Colts. Their touchdown is Sun King Brewery. Oh, Sun King, yes. And the first down is Chili Water Brewing Company. <laughs> Chili Water. Yeah, that sounds gross. As, as in cold. Oh, as okay. C-H-I-L-L-Y. Oh, right, okay. Chili. <laughs> I was thinking a big pot of chili beans. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, next up, the Jacksonville Jaguar. Oh, Jackson. Okay. Florida. They got some good breweries down there. Yeah. Um, out in Duval. Mm-hmm. Uh, the touchdown is Intuition Aleworks. And the first down is Ardwolf Brewing Company. Okay. Uh, the names aren't too flashy, but I'm sure they make great beer. I hope they do. And this would be the, the uh, number six. We're getting to number 16. This is the last one for this episode. All right. So the touchdown is Alma Mater Brewing Company. Well, you didn't say the name. And Alma Mater? No, no, no. The, the, the uh, oh, the, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. Uh, touchdown is Alma Mater Brewing. And the first down is Crane Brewing. Oh, all right. Crane. Like the, uh, like the bird in the... The, I guess uh, the vehicle or the 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 earth mover or the the building builder. No, it's got an e at the end, so it's just the bird. Oh, okay, all right. Very nice, very nice. Now we gotta go on road trips, man. Check them out. Exactly. <laughs> very good. How's your beer treating you, man? It's gone. Damn, that was quick. It must have been great. We are going to untap our beers right now. So let me see here. Let me get my untapped app. And you had... I remember it was Alvarado Street. But what uh, was it called Citra again? Citra Oh, that's right. Citra Vesa. All right, so two of our friends have checked in on it. What would you like to rate this beer at? Uh... I'm gonna give it a three five. Just a three five. You know what? Uh, two of our friends have rated it for an average of three five. It has an overall rating of three point eight four. Um, what notes would you like to leave on this one? I'm gonna say uh, happy, mm-hmm. aromatic, and crisp. Aromatic and crisp. It's funny you say that uh, it's happy because on Untapped it's listed as an IPL. Uh, so that's why well, it's, it's, a, it's well they called it a west coast pilsner so that's interesting yeah i mean crossover i guess right <clears throat> but it's still lager i mean it still fits your <laughs> your search all right so mine my uh nightcap this is kind of funny because it is at night and i should be getting to bed but i gotta fuck with that refrigerator a little bit more um nightcap's really good um i really like it it's uh it's nice and smooth, uh, soft, with a little bit of edge to it, um, like a little bit of crispness uh, to it at the end. Um, I'll say it's not an edge, it's more like a crisp. So um, let me look this one up real quick. And come on, here we go. Night cap. 
And two of our friends have rated it uh, for an average of 3.8. Oh, I don't know why I'm telling you this. I haven't rated it yet. It has an overall rating of 3.91. But I like it. I've, I was already going to give it a 4. So I'm right there with everyone else. And I'm going to say it is uh, smooth and citric. Oops. Save and check in. Did you watch episode three of uh, House of the Dragon? You know it. And uh, what was your what did you think? What was your overall uh, uh, you know evaluation of the show, the episode? Um, I liked it. I, I liked the action sequence. I like the the fighting. Um, mm-hmm. you know the story moved along good. They introduced some some more people like uh, the Lannister people. Um, they they jumped. Guy, they the, jumped timeline uh, again on us, right? Yeah, like three years or two years. Two years, probably yeah. closer to three. Okay, because it was it was a kid's uh, second name day, mm-hmm. and um, what does that mean? His mom was his mom was pregnant again, but you think you know she was pregnant too for another nine months. So on top of that, yeah, because she, she's about too. to explode. Yeah, I forgot too what officially constitutes what a name day is, but like. It's not your name day is not your birthday. Yeah, I, I, I get that. that. Cuz of a uh, infant mortality rates and stuff like that, they they kind of didn't acknowledge your your you until you met a certain threshold, I guess. Mm, kind of like uh when you're uh 2 years old you could start taking Tylenol. Pretty much. <laughs> you know, they say in in medicine, children's medicine Ages two to six, right? Uh, I mean, I have no idea. Uh, I was going to ask you, but if you're not exactly sure, then then we can move on. Um, so yeah, that uh, I I agree. The uh, that battle sequence at the end, um, and it wasn't until one of the uh, the what do you call it, the uh, um, Game of Thrones nerds um, pointed out that Damon never spoke for the last twelve minutes of the show, right. He never well he never said a word he, you know he uh he had you know um i guess guttural sounds and you know when he was battling and stuff like that but um he never said spoke a word and um yeah and reflecting on that mike that's pre- that's pretty badass he conveyed all of his emotions you know through face and through his body language you know i, I get that at, at the same time i mean it's a battle sequence you're not gonna expect a lot of dialogue especially when he did uh you know his old one-man army mission, <laughs> right? But when he showed up, and then he showed up to the uh, um, to the what do you call it, the uh, the leaders' table, or you know the where they were planning out the battle, the or war council. Yeah, there you go, the war council. He just walked up and then uh, didn't say anything. Threw his helmet on the table, then read the message that was said to him, and then he beat the shit out of the messenger. Which is you don't beat the messenger, yeah. right? Right. No, I saw. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I saw a meme. I mean, like, why Westeros started using a carrier pigeon? <laughs> uh, no shit, huh? <laughs> he got fucked up, and then he got on his dragon, uh, went to, or did he get on? No, he took a rowboat. He took the rowboat to the mainland, and then he, uh, yeah, he pretended to surrender, and then he took on pretty much the whole fucking army um, until yeah. you know backup arrived, and then he drunk. Yeah. 
And then he drug out the uh, the the crab feeder, or half of the crab feeder anyway. I know. Hey, real quick, mm-hmm. um, kind of a surprise um, that that uh, Corlys Valerian, his his wife is a Targaryen, so their son is a dragon rider and has a dragon, right? Yeah, I think that's that's the way I took it. Yeah. So yeah, that that dragon at the end was uh, was a dragon. That dragon's name is Sea Smoke. Oh, that's what it was. It didn't have like a high Valerian name, right? Well, whatever. It's like yeah, a, it's true. like a nickname. It's not a Valerian name. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. For for that uh, for that point, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Kind of like that other egg was Dreamfire, right? The egg that was stolen was Dreamfire. Oh yeah. So I, yeah, I kind of like more it. of a. More, yeah, more of a pet name than a than a Valerian name. Yeah, you, you didn't. I didn't think of it that way until you pointed that out. Oh, but okay. what I'm saying is, he's a, well, at least Valerian has, has a badass navy and a son that's a dragon rider, and he's losing ships to the uh, to the crab feeder. Of course, that's why he's invested or you know has an interest in, in taking this guy out. But it's like, how come you know you're you couldn't send the dragon with the with some of your warships with your trading ships you know what i mean yeah and you're right that that makes no sense i uh i guess i can look at all the dragon riders but i didn't realize that his son was a dragon rider and had a dragon it's like mm-hmm. like what else is your son doing with his dragon you know it's <laughs> <laughs> going around he's <laughs> going to the penis stores and hanging out with his buddies Exactly. He's a teenager, man. <laughs> They're out there getting mod kits for their dragons and shit. <laughs> you talk about Damon not talking for the last twelve minutes of the episode and whatnot. Yeah. That uh, that that crab feeder guy was uh, controlling the 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 step zones for three years without saying anything. <laughs> That's right. He, knew, he fucking didn't utter a word. He must have been in a lot of pain with the grayscale and everything too, right? Yeah. That's that's another like. Bad question is like, is Damon gonna have grayscale now? Did he touch them? Oh, you know that that's what they were saying on the um on the the nerd channels that let's let's hope he grabbed a, a spot of the uh, the crab feeder that didn't have grayscale on him. Or uh wore gloves. Oh yeah, or he had gloves on, yeah. But let's go over to uh Rhaenyra. Um I thought it was pretty interesting because her and her dad finally had like a really good like father father I was about to say father son, father daughter talk about the whole um air thing because you know she was worried that so now that he has a son she's gonna he's gonna um take the air away from her and give it to the son but he said no he was he's still named as air he hasn't changed his mind yet or i don't know if he said the words yet but you know you, you never know but yeah it does I, that whole that whole uh sequence took me for a loop and then she goes off writing because she's you know um she's uh she's upset so she has to be off on her own so her her hand um i don't know her assistant who's that guy what's the name again Kristen cole Kristen cole that's right he sounds like a basketball player Kristen cole um follows her and then they well, you know yeah okay so he's king's guard to, to protect right. her okay but I, I don't think the the term is um sworn shield but he is like assigned to her like like Joffrey had a sworn shield in the Hound, but the Hound wasn't Kingsguard until I don't ever think he was Kingsguard, right? Mm. So basically, uh, you know, the, his bodyguard or her bodyguard this time, right? But 
so but I don't I don't he has the title of of sworn shield because he's Kingsburg. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get it. Um I thought there was gonna be a little something between them, but maybe not. Maybe or maybe not yet. But then uh then she they're out there and you know they're having a little heart to heart and then the, the boar attacks them and that's when I texted you when I said, Hey, wasn't uh Robert Brathian uh killed by a boar or gored by a boar um when he was in Kingswood? And so uh, I just thought that was kind of a, a nod to the the original series. Did you think that, or did did you just think it was just a hey they live there, so of course it's gonna come up? Um, uh, yeah, I just maybe thought like it's a reminder that uh, the boar is out there, you know what I mean? And dangerous, <laughs> apparently. But man, she fucking took it to that boar, and uh, the nerds pointed out that both Damon and Rhaenyra like ended the episode. You know, covered in blood. Yeah. Somebody else's blood. <laughs> or something else's blood. It was a good episode, man. I, I thought it was great. The whole storyline. I'm starting to get into all the characters. I Like I said, I I don't have a character yet that I've gravitated towards yet. But it's getting there. Like, I didn't like Damon for a long time. But just the fact that he did what he did. That's why I want to talk about it first. Because that whole battle scene at the end was so fucking cool and he comes out and it's kind of cool how they didn't show the fight i mean yeah you know it'd have been great to see him you know swashbuckling with the 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 crab feeder but the fact that he just went in and then did what he had to do then they just showed him coming out you know like covered in crab feeder's blood and dragging half the crab feeder with him i just thought that was kind of a a badass move right by the showrunners anyway you figure with uh, with Grayscale that he wasn't going to be that formidable, or it wouldn't mm. make sense to make him formidable. That's true. He was more about you know getting people to follow him and, and protecting himself through whichever means necessary, maybe by surprise or the fact that they're able to. Maybe they had a like a nice network of tunnels in the caves that protected him. Right. Because they did mention that the Dornish um, hid in caves, and that's why they, the what do you call it, the uh, the dragon riders weren't s- successful against the Dornish. I got you. So they were just uh, employing the same uh, tactics. So I don't know if they're, if the crab feeders people were um, uh, students of war and they read that, or they just kind of figured it out themselves. But it's still, they they talked about it. All right, man. Um, anything else you want to add to the uh, House of the Dragon? I mean, I'm, there's a lot we didn't cover, but we're not uh, expand. You know, you, if you want a, a a breakdown of the show, you know, this is not the podcast podcast you listen to. Exactly. So, anything else you'd like to bring up that I missed that you, you thought was kind of cool? You want to kind of expand on or not? Nah? Oh, did you notice that the king lost two fingers? Oh, yeah. You know, I did not notice that until I watched the nerd channels. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I, I get it. And is it really from that himself cutting cut himself on the Iron Throne? Yeah. I mean, but how did he lose the second finger? Did the like the. The infection spread the infection spread. Yeah. Oh, shit. Is, is, do you think he's going to lose the hand? Do you know if he's going to lose the hand? No, because I think they cut off the two fingers to stop it. Oh, OK. I thought they cut up the one and then they have to cut up the two. And then I thought they were going to cut up a third, you know, next episode, <laughs> each episode, he loses a finger. <laughs> and then by the fifth episode, then uh, that's why they, uh, they, uh, they call it the King's hand. 
Hand of the King. <laughs> the Hand of the King, right? Because <laughs> they come up with it. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's it. Thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic. And we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next time.